Hello, I'm your host Maurice Phipps, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Four Verticals Podcast. This episode is being recorded on April 14th, 2021. We got a bit of a slow news week, but we got some important news nonetheless, so let's get straight into it. Starting off with some unfortunate news, Jamal Murray has suffered a torn ACL in the final seconds of a game that I'm, I'm, I'm sure that I think that they were winning. Uh, you know, you never want to see stuff like this, especially happening to a young guard, um, a team with with high high aspirations uh, for the playoffs. You know, I, I think that the Nuggets really could have made a deep playoff run, potentially even to the finals, um, even in this this stacked Western Conference. So, very very unfortunate situation for Jamal Murray to be in right now, um, and the Nuggets organization as well. Um, wish Jamal a speedy recovery. Uh, hopefully, he can bounce back from this because we have seen. This ACL injury uh, and injuries of the sort do an absolute number to players' careers. Uh, but we've also seen players come back from uh, injuries like this, namely uh, Russell Westbrook. You know, he, he tore his ACL or MCL, I can't remember which one. He tore pretty early in his career, and he's still uh, ex- extremely athletic. You know, Jamal Murray is um, – he doesn't necessarily rely on his athleticism as much as uh, a Russell Westbrook does, but you know, still gonna want. He he is still a very athletic uh, point guard, so very very so much very. Uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, wish Jamal a speedy recovery. Um, it's unfortunate too because the Nuggets are a really good team this year, and I, I had high hopes for them going into the playoffs. So. Uh, wish Jamal uh, a very speedy recovery, and hopefully he can return to uh, playing at uh, the level he was he was before uh, his injury. Uh, moving on to another point guard's news: Stephen Curry drops 53 points and overtakes Will Chamberlain as the Warriors' all-time leading scorer. Um, this just cements Steph Curry's legacy even more as a player, as the best player to ever play for. The Golden State Warriors, the Warriors franchise, the Warriors organization in history. He is the, I would say at this point, the 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 all time great uh, Golden State Warrior. You know, uh, what he's done for the game, what he's done for the franchise, what he's done for the league has been second to none. One of the most impactful things uh, to ever happen to the NBA, and so very, very, very uh, good to see Steph Curry. Take, take over this mantle from uh, a great in Wilt Chamberlain and to do so in dramatic fashion as well, to drop 53 points. You know, it's, it's, a, fantastic, it's a fantastic sight and one that I'm sure that Steph Curry is going to remember for, for a very long time. Um, you know, it, it, it's, not, it's not every day that we get to see uh, an all-time great in Steph Curry um, reaching and overtaking and breaking uh, records like this and and achieving goals like this. So, and uh, big ups to Steph Curry. Congratulations on becoming the Warriors' all-time leading scorer. With some more unfortunate news, James Wiseman has some sort of meniscus injury. Uh, the severity is not known. Uh, how severe it is, whether it's torn, whether it's bruised, whether it's uh, slightly injured, whether he'll be uh, ready or he will play later this this season. We do not know. Um, the Golden State team, the Golden State organization, has kept that under wraps for a pretty, you know, they, they've 
they, they don't want information on that getting out. So we probably won't know for some time. But uh, speedy recovery to James Wiseman, a promising young player. Hopefully it's nothing too severe because you never want these uh, severe injuries to happen early in your career. You never want them to happen at all, but especially early in your career when you're still developing as a player and you when you have uh, talent just, just bursting out of you. You never want to get that talent stunted by um, a major injury. Uh, very, very unfortunate situation for James Wiseman and, and, and the Warriors to be in. But moving on to a more positive note, uh, to some more young talent, Julius Randle is continuing to be an offensive beast this season, and R.J. Barrett is also continuing to be very clutch for the, this uh, New York Knicks team. This Knicks team has such a bright future, and it's a, it's a breath of fresh air to you know not see the Knicks at the bottom of the league. Um, they're actually competing for a playoff spot. Um, I'm, I'll get into this later, but the four through eight seeds in the East are all extremely interchangeable. And so it's just, it's a breath of fresh air to, to finally see some, some, some of these teams that have been, you know, at the bottom of the league for the past, I don't know, however many years, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's really refreshing to see uh, this young talent pouring coming in and, and giving it their all and, and, and winning and making, making an impact and making it, you know, uh, making the New York Knicks a, a destination for free agents to to want to come again. Because it seems like after the Carmelo incident where they 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 were so close to reaching that pinnacle but they never did, you know, it's just been it's been all downhill from there. Um so shout out to Julius Randle, RJ Barrett, shout out to Emmanuel Quickly and Quickly and everybody on this Knicks team. Uh, they're doing amazing things. Hopefully, we can see them snatch a uh, sixth or seventh seed, maybe even a fourth seed. Um, I definitely don't want to see this team fall out of the playoffs in the first round, but uh, with the seeding they are right now, it's looking pretty likely. But who knows? Uh, the playoffs are still uh, pretty far away. Well, not far away, but it, there's, there's still enough time for seedings to, to change. The Lakers proceeded to blow out the Nets 126 to 101 without LeBron or Anthony Davis. Now this is a this is a case of what's going to happen when those two major pieces are added back in because I do think that this 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 blowout was an anomaly, you know, when Kyrie when Kyrie, Katie and Harden first got together uh, the Cavs beat them twice. I do think this is a, a similar situation to that. Uh, I don't think that the Laker that Lakers team is better than that Nets team. With without a, there's not a shadow of doubt in my mind that that uh, Lakers team got pretty lucky. I would say in that win, um, it just seemed that they were they were firing on all cylinders. But with LeBron and Anthony Davis added back into the mix. It's going to be very interesting to see how that pans out because we have seen we've seen the battles between uh, LeBron and Kevin Durant in the past, and um, you know we we know what we're going to get from that, but we haven't seen you know we haven't seen Harden ever overcome a challenge as 
great as uh, LeBron in in the playoffs. So if we do get to see that matchup, I think it'll be a very interesting tale as to um, who who's actually the the better team because that 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 uh that game definitely did not show uh, the best side of the Nets, especially so them scoring only 101 points. It sounds crazy now saying that they only scored 101 points, but um, we know this Nets team to be all gas, no breaks in terms of offense, and uh, they definitely did not show it in that in that game. Speaking of the Nets, the 76ers and the Nets are still battling for the first seed. Um, with the recent injuries to Kevin Durant and James Harden, I do think that the, the 76ers are going to maintain the the first seed. Um, barring any major injuries, knocking on wood for that. Uh, definitely don't want to see any of that. But I think it's very telling that the 76ers team is still extremely good this far into the season. You know, I've been I've been saying for weeks now how we have to stop sleeping on the Jazz and the Suns. This 76ers team is no joke. They are a well-oiled machine, and it seems that they finally reached that point to where they are serious threats in the East, especially taking over this one seed. You know, the one seed has been dominated by um, Giannis and the Raptors for some time now. So the 76ers team having the one seed and and, and, and staving off the this Nets team, who a lot of people are assuming are just going to walk into the finals, um, it's a ve- it's a very it's a very good side of things to come. And if we do get a potential uh, 76ers net series, um, it's not going to be as easy as some people think it is. That's just my take. Uh, speaking of seedings, there are now four teams over the Lakers in the Western Conference. Uh, the Lakers are the fifth seed uh, with the oh, excuse me with the changes to the Nuggets composition now that Jamal Murray is out for the rest of the season I do think I do think that they're going to be able to overcome that Nuggets uh, fourth seed maybe sneaking maybe sneaking uh, in the fourth seed um, I still don't think that they're going to slide all the way down to eight as some people were predicting but you know anything is possible now what I will say is an upset will happen in the Western Conference playoffs. There are just too many teams that are finals contenders in the West. The Clippers, probably the biggest wild card because we don't necessarily know what we're going to get from Paul George or the rest of the team in the playoffs. Kawhi has been very, very consistently great in the playoffs aside from game seven of that Nuggets series. But uh, we know we're going to get the best Kawhi Leonard in the playoffs. Um, the Jazz and the Suns, also wild cards, but they've shown enough consistency throughout the season to um, not be taken lightly in the playoffs. Then we have the Nuggets. Um, I think the Nuggets' championship aspirations have all uh, all but died um, with the Jamal Murray being out for the season. Again, a very unfortunate thing, but I don't see them being able to compete uh, with Jamal Murray out, especially seeing how impactful and important Jamal Murray was in the the playoffs last season. So with that being said, there are going to be some upsets. And like it or not, this this Western Conference playoffs uh, scene is going to be extremely, extremely important 
when it comes to determining the future of the Western Conference because I haven't even talked about Luka Doncic in the uh, in the Mavericks yet. You know, um, actually, let me look at the standings right now because a lot of people before a lot of people before the season started uh, they favored Luka as an MVP candidate, and as the series has shaken out, we've seen that that's not necessarily uh, been the case. This Trailblazers team, led by Dame, is still a very dangerous team in the playoffs that uh, a lot of teams do not want to, to see in the playoffs. This Grizzlies team coming out of nowhere, taking the eighth seed from the Spurs, um, also a very good young team. I do think that they're slightly below all of the other teams that I've previously mentioned in the playoffs, but a playoff team nonetheless. Um, and the ninth and tenth seed, uh, the Spurs and the Warriors, you know, we know what Steph Curry does in the playoffs, and we know how well coached this Spurs team is, and we know how uh, how much of a spark plug that DeMar DeRozan can be in the playoffs. So it'll be a very, very interesting thing to, to see how this uh, playoffs shake up. Also, uh, one thing that I did not know was that uh, there's actually going to be a play-in tournament for the playoffs. I don't know why I was not aware of this and I don't think many people very many people are aware of this actually so the way it'll work is um, seeds 10 9 8 and 7 will play off seeds 9 and 10 will play and then seeds 8 and 7 will play the winner of the 9 10 game and the okay so the winner of the ninth the ninth seed and 10th seed game will Hold on. What does it say? I can't even read. Okay, wait. All right, okay. So the winner of the seventh and eighth seed game automatically goes into the seventh seed and doesn't have to play anymore. The loser of the seventh, eighth seed game goes on to play the winner of the ninth, tenth seed game. And the winner of the ninth, tenth slash seventh seed game goes on to become the eighth seed. And that's for both the East and the West. A little confusing. Yes, I know. Um, but interesting because I don't think I've seen anyone actually comment on this or anyone actually be aware of this happening. Uh, that's definitely going to shake up how the playoffs roll out because we've seen in playing games anything could happen uh, in one game. And especially with the level of competition being uh, so close in those lower seeds, I definitely think we're going to see if one, maybe two upsets uh, in the actual seeding. Um, yeah, this this 72-game season has definitely provided some major challenges for the NBA. But on a positive note, we haven't had any confirmed COVID cases uh, in the NBA for a while now. So hopefully things will start to get back to our version of normal soon. Moving away from the NBA and on to the NFL, James Conner has signed with the Cardinals for a one-year deal. Jadevian Clowney has signed with the Browns for a one-year deal. And Julian Edelman has retired. Sad to see Julian Edelman retire. Uh, a fantastic wide receiver, especially in the playoffs, has some of the biggest moments in the playoffs. Um, just a, a, a Patriots a Hall of Famer for sure. But an interesting thing that I've seen is the Hall of Fame talk surrounding Julian Edelman. Um, it's always funny how sports fans can 
say for certain whether a player is great or whether a player is not great when they're doing things that uh, the average person couldn't even dream of doing. But nonetheless, uh, that's what we are. That's what we are. We're fans. We, we are critics. Everyone's a critic. And everyone has their own opinion. Um, I've seen the majority of people uh, say that Julian Edelman is not going to uh, end up at, in the Hall of Fame. Uh, while I don't know where I necessarily stand on this yet, you know, his, his regular season numbers weren't fantastic, but his playoff numbers speak for themselves, and the amount of playoff moments that he's had are, are definitely great. You know, he's, he's, he showed up in the biggest moments more than many, many people can say that they have, and that's something that you can never take away from Julian Edelman. Whether he, whether he will end up in the Hall of Fame, that's not my decision to make, nor do I necessarily know. But, hey, uh, Julian Edelman had a fantastic career and is undoubtedly one of, uh, one of the, the, the best players uh, to watch in the playoffs in history, and that's just a fact. Now, uh, going back on to some of these signings, the, I don't know what the Cardinals are trying to do but it seems like they're trying to sign as many big names as possible to make a run at the playoffs, um, to make a run at the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't necessarily know how well all these pieces are going to fit in. You know, James Conner is a former Pro Bowler, and he was uh, with the, the Steelers for some time. Um, I do think that this addresses some issues with the Cardinals offense, mainly being their, uh, their running back talent. You know, we know that they have incredible receiving threats, and we know that they have uh, a great young quarterback in Kyler Murray, but their run game is definitely something that needed attention. So um, I'm not mad at this move. I'm not mad at them signing James Conner. Um, I definitely still expect them to maybe draft a running back in the, the later rounds. Um, but overall, I would say a positive move for the Cardinals. Um, Jadevian Clowney signing with the Browns. This gives the Browns an absolutely terrifying D-line if Jadavian Clowney actually um, shows up. You know, last season he didn't he didn't record a sack with the Titans, and we see how that season ended, ended with um, him being injured. If Jadavian Clowney can bounce back from his injury and prove once again why he was the number one pick in that draft, then this Browns defensive line is going to be absolutely terrifying. Moving on to that, Moving on from that and to our final pieces of news. Told you we had a slow news week. Um, Joe Musgrove achieves the first Padres no-hitter in Padres history. Um, so congratulations to him. He's, he's grown up, uh, lived his whole life in the San Diego area. So um, it's always good to see heartwarming stories like this. The hometown kid uh, makes history for the team that he's uh, watched his entire life. So... Um, Congratulations to Joe Musgrove for achieving that. And this just in, Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor 3 is officially confirmed for July 10th. Uh, Going to be a very, very exciting fight. Uh, this fight is actually taking place in Vegas, and there will be full attendance for fans. So going to be a big night for the UFC, no doubt. McGregor is a huge pay-per-view buy, and this trilogy uh, will finally see its conclusion. Now, that's it for the sports news. Um, I would just like to take a second to recognize one of the greatest rappers of all time, uh, DMX. 
birth name, Earl Simmons, uh, has passed away at the age of 50 from an overdose, which led to a heart attack. Um, I just want, I would like to offer my condolences to uh, DMX's family, every one of his uh, friends, his supporters, his fans. Um, I was not alive to witness how DMX, you know, changed hip hop culture and how he affected millions of lives. But uh, nonetheless, I still recognize DMX as uh, one of the greatest of all time. So I would just like to extend my condolences uh, to his family and to everyone that loved him, that knew him, that came across his path. Um, rest in peace, DMX. You will be surely missed. And with that, that has been this week's episode of the Four Verticals Podcast. Sorry for the short episode. Like, like I said, it was a snow. It was a slow news week. Um, tried the best I could to, you know, extend it out for some time. But on the bright side, if you would like more episodes and more information on when those episodes come out, please follow me on Instagram at mmxxivmaurice. That is again mmxx. IV Maurice. If you're wondering what that is, that's the Roman numeral for 2024. So that is again MMXXIV Maurice. And with that, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode.